friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. As most of you know, I am in the process of writing another book. Yay, I'm so excited. Um, and it's really been such a beautiful process to see how God has like revealed certain things to me in the area of spiritual attack and spiritual warfare. Um, And I'm kind of at this point in the book where I'm writing like the concluding chapters and my heart is to write in a way that inspires hope for people who feel that they are really in the midst of a lot of attacks. Um, So that's what I wanted to talk about today, like when you feel attacked. Um, Maybe you have like stepped out in faith and done something God has asked you to do (laughs) and now it feels like your life is falling apart. Or maybe you are spending time, you know, one-on-one with people, you're discipling people and caring for them, but it just feels like the enemy just keeps dragging them down or dragging you down and you can't see any progress. Or maybe you were just completely shaken up by something horrible that happened, a trauma, maybe your life kind of suddenly changed and there was this moment where nothing really felt the same anymore. And lastly, another way that we kind of endure attack is just this slow um, dying of our hopes and dreams. Things that we thought were good, things we thought that God might have wanted for us, and maybe even just felt like him saying, I'm going to give this to you. But now we're looking around at our life like, God, what is happening? You know, this is not what I envisioned at all or, or ever what I wanted for my life. So in these seasons where you feel really attacked. What do you do? How do you keep going? How do you not get weary? Um, in Philippians three fourteen, Paul says, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Just the other day, we were at a park with my kids and being at this part park brought back so many memories for me because I actually had a race there and it reminded me of this race where I had run and the night before I ran um, I decided to get a deep tissue massage which by the way is not a good idea for a cross-country race Um, so for some reason this like deep tissue massage had kind of like released all these toxins and I wasn't super hydrated Um, and so the day of the race about halfway into the race, I just started feeling like absolutely horrible, like couldn't take another step. Um, And I remember just like barely crossing the finish line and I just collapsed, like my legs just collapsed. Um, It was really like the worst I had ever felt in a race. And it just kind of reminded me of like what it feels like when you're running a race and the enemy just starts to come in for the kill. Like he just takes the wind out of your sails or he throws you for a huge loop. He steals your will to even like want to run the race well. Um, And sometimes he speaks lies over you and you start to question like your confidence in Christ. And so I've been thinking about this, like those of us that are in this place, what do you say to someone like that? What do you say to someone who has just been blindsided by the enemy? Or maybe it's not even a blindside. Maybe like they have repeatedly heard this lie over and over again their entire lives and they're just trapped in this cycle of shame where they hear it, they believe it, they act on it, and nobody is like waking them up to the truth. Um, I think like if I had to say one thing to someone in this position, I would say this, there is freedom in Christ. There is. 
Like there will come a time in your life where you are not carrying these chains anymore. Like God 100% wants to free you from this. Um, I have been reading through Matthew and I'm just really struck by a few passages where Jesus is like calling out faith in people. He's calling his followers and anybody who's in the crowd listening to have more faith and to pray boldly with that faith. Um, in Matthew 21, 21, Jesus says, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and don't doubt, you can do things like this and much more. You can even say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. You can pray for anything. And if you have faith, you will receive it. We were just um, driving up to the mountains with our kids to go to Mammoth Lakes. And after reading this and looking up at those mountains, I thought, do I really believe I can pray like that and that mountain would move? And honestly, the answer is usually no. I need more faith. I need to actually believe that when I pray, something will happen. And God just like keeps challenging me in this way and keeps calling me out and saying, um, have more faith, you know, when you pray. So I think a big part of the answer I would give to someone struggling and in the midst of attacks is this. Number one, there is freedom in Christ. There is going to be freedom. And number two, pray to have more faith. God will give us the faith. We can ask him for it. Isn't that amazing? Like we can just ask him for it. He's not offended by us not having the right faith. I thought of um, the passage where the man said, Lord, help my unbelief. And God was okay with that. Like he's okay with us saying that we don't have the faith right now, that we're, we have unbelief in our heart. He just wants us to come to him and tell him that and ask for faith. He wants us to have that faith. So when we pray for having bolder faith, we are praying in alignment with his will for us. Um, I was thinking about this week how when I went through kind of like some of my most severe like bouts with anxiety, some people would kind of say things like, well, if you have anxiety, you don't have faith or there must be something blocking you in God. You just need to believe that he will actually come through for you. And while I know that like these people that said that to me, their hearts were absolutely in the right place. This was a really tough thing to hear when I was wounded and hurt. It was not what I needed to hear when I was wounded and hurt. Like it wasn't helpful because I was hurting so bad that I wasn't able to challenge my faith at that point. Does that make sense? Like later on when I got stronger and became closer, even closer to the Lord through this, I was able at that point to challenge my faith and say, okay, Lord, I do have some unbelief in my heart. Help me with that. But in that moment, you know, when I was in severe health issues and anxiety, it was too painful to hear from someone that I loved, someone that I respected, that I wasn't right before God. Because the truth is God loved me right there. He loved me even with the anxiety, with the stuff I was going through. Um, so I needed someone to really like instead come alongside me and say, it's going to be okay. You know, God loves you right where you're at. That love will calm all your fears. And it was his love that really made the difference in the middle of all these attacks. It was his love that gave me freedom to hurt, freedom to bleed, to feel. And then after I was able to process and hurt and go through all those things with him, that's at the point where I picked myself up and got stronger. 
Um, so my encouragement to you, friend, is that it's okay if you don't have big enough faith right now. God will give you that. He will do it. He will show up and grow your faith and turn you into a mighty warrior. But even mighty warriors have times where they are wounded and need time to tend to those wounds. Even mighty warriors have times of strengthening in the quiet of their heart when no one knows how hard it is. That is where God strengthens you. It's in those moments of weakness that you start to forge that warrior mentality. It just wouldn't be there like that warrior mentality wouldn't be there without the hard times. Your mind in Christ wouldn't be as strong if you didn't go through what you've been through. So I think that's kind of what James means when he says in James 1, 2 through 4, I count it all joy when I face trials of many kinds because he saw what those trials produced. It says, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. I'm going to leave you with this verse um, in 1 Peter 5.10 because it's just been a healing balm to me when I'm going through severe attacks and trials. Um, it's so special to me and I just feel like it it kind of puts this um, label of temporary on my trial and it helps me temporary and needed, <laughs> temporary and needed. Um, it's First Peter 5.10. It says, after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. After the suffering, God will strengthen you. After this really hard time you're going through, where you can't see up from down, he will provide a depth in your character that is unmatched, a depth you have not had before. After all this is over, he will use you to touch other people who have started to walk into their own suffering. As you walk out of your suffering, someone else is walking into their suffering. And that's a beautiful gift about the body of believers, right? We, as we walk out, as God has taught us things, as he's strengthening us, confirming us, establishing us, someone else is walking right into it and we can come alongside them. And remember when you do come alongside them, sometimes they are in a place of such deep hurt that they are not ready to hear that their faith needs to be strengthened. What they need to hear is that God loves them. God loves them deeply in that trial. And I would give, I always give my friends that are walking through trials this first Peter 5.10 because the suffering is only for a little while. And then God chooses in his glory to strengthen, restore, confirm, establish us. God is able, friend. He's so able. Let me pray for us. Lord, I, I thank you for um, this book and this message you're putting on my heart. I just... My heart goes out to people who are listening who are in the midst of a lot of attack right now and who are feeling really beat up by the enemy. Lord, oh, I've been there so many times. Um, and I still feel like I'm there sometimes. And I just, I know that um, these attacks are spiritual. There's a lot of spiritual warfare going on. And, and it's time for us to open our eyes to see all of that going on around us and to fight with the right weapons, Lord. But um when we are wounded, when we are hurt, when we are broken, Lord, let us sit with you and let you tend to our wounds. Lord, I pray that um, we would just receive healing in your presence, that we could just sit there with you as you care for us. 
and not feel like we have to get up and do things for you or, or be something or, or fight harder because sometimes we need that healing time with you. We need you to sit with us and to just say, it's going to be okay. And I love you right here. Um, Lord, help us to do that this week. Help us to sit with you and to just feel your love and let that inform us and change us and um, just give us this quiet confidence in who you've made us to be so that um, we don't listen to what the enemy says anymore. We don't listen to the lies that we can fight back with truth because we've been in your presence and we know how much you love us and that has just changed us. So thank you for my friends who are listening today who are faithfully listening to this podcast. I just praise you for each and every soul that has tuned in today, Lord. Um, I just pray for their week that you would heal their wounds, Lord, because we know only you can do that, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Thank you, friends. I, I really um, appreciate you all. If you want to be the first to hear about my book coming out, please join my email list because I'm going to probably send it out first there. Um, and if you haven't joined me on Instagram, please join me there. I'm at Erica Ruth Pizzo. Um, I would love to see you guys there. So have a wonderful day, friends.